Hello, sports fans. This is Jeremy Taché, and this is Miami Miked Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. If you haven't tried Cold Blue yet, head over to your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations to pick up an ice sculpture bottle. It's the perfect refreshing drink to enjoy on its own or in your favorite cocktails, mojitos, Bloody Marys, martinis, Moscow mules, and more. Cold Blue Vodka is gluten-free, crafted from American-sourced corn, and distilled eight times. Easy to sip on, enjoyable, and the best part, no hangover the next day. I repeat, no hangover the next day. Our friends over at Cold Blue Vodka gave us a promo code for our listeners. Head over to coldbluevodka.com and use the code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, B-A-L-L-Y-2-0, for 20% off your online order. Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. Now, let's get to the show. Tyler Hero joins this yeah. episode of Miami Miked Up. Tyler, thanks for taking the time to join us. Of course. First of all, first question for you. What is something off the court that has brought you joy recently? Um, probably having my daughter, for sure. Um, yeah, she puts a smile on my face, you know, every single day. Every time I wake up, everyone, I, every time I come home, um, just being able to see her is a, is a blessing. I can see the smile, just instantly yeah. the smile that goes to your face. Can you yeah. tell me how how fatherhood has maybe changed your your perspective or has affected you? I mean, I, I can't imagine with what the whirlwind of what the last couple years of your life has been, but particularly mm-hmm. the last year, yeah. what it's like to now be a new father. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a blessing, you know, just being able to, you know, have that life life experience of having a child. And then, like you said, looking at things different from a life perspective and then, you know, just trying to mature and be there and you know try to be the best version of myself you know every single day for her yeah absolutely and and you know I mentioned what the last couple of years has been and I'm sitting here going all right you get drafted right. you play in a season then there's a worldwide pandemic yeah. that halts that season <laughs> then the playoffs you go off in the bubble mm-hmm. then this short off season you come back for a whole other season right. and a year later you're already playing in the preseason yep. unbelievable probably mental and physical toll. Can can you speak a bit to what that's been like for you in making the adjustment to the NBA in these first couple of years with all these other circumstances going on? Yeah, you know, just talking to some of the coaches, it's like I've never, we've never had anything like this where, like you said, it's been a, you know, half a season, then we get shut down and go to a pandemic and then a bubble, you know, half a month off, you know, and then a 72-game season, like you said. So, you know, it's a lot a lot of things that's been going on, but I'm just happy to be be back, you know, preseason year three, um, somewhat of, you know, more normal year, you know, 82-game mm-hmm. season, and you know, I'm just excited to be back. Yeah, I mean, we're obviously excited to see you. You had yeah. a great first game uh, last night in your first mm-hmm. preseason game. Yeah. Could you speak to what you were feeling when you got out there on the floor in that starting lineup? Uh, with this group and with some of these new guys? Yeah, um, it just felt good, you know, to be back out there. Um, We have a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces. Mm -hmm. So just being out there with them was, you know, a really cool experience. And, you know, it's only preseason. You know, we got a lot of long way to go, you know, five more preseason games until we, you know, we get geared up for the, for the Bucks, you know, for the, for opening night. So, mm-hmm. you know, just continuing to get better through training camp and every, every single preseason game is our goal right now. Well, we know you put on a little bit of weight this off season. Could you speak to the work that went in to sort of molding your body into what you wanted it to be and, and maybe what some of your favorite snacks were in, in that stretch as well? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, just for me, like this off season was huge because it's my first real off season. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to spend as much time as I could in the weight room trying to, you know, get my muscle or my, you know, my body right for 
for this season, adding some muscle and then, um, you know, just being on, on the court, you know, pr- trying to perfect my craft, you know, every single day. So, you know, just a lot of work and a lot of time going into into my craft. Yeah, I heard last night that uh, banana splits were, were yeah. one of the go-tos. <laughs> I imagine when you're trying to put on weight in the off-season, having a pregnant partner is right. a huge benefit <laughs> where you guys could just snack exactly. together. That had to be amazing. It was, you know, we could <laughs> eat. Yeah, I mean, banana splits was my, was my thing. Uh-huh. You know, it still is. Um, just being able to eat it, eat ice cream, and trying to just in- intake as much calories as possible—that that was my goal. That's the dream. You're getting exactly. paid to play basketball and eat a bunch of eat food, food to gain weight. It's incredible. It's, I, I'm I'm very jealous of the setup that you have going right now. Uh, so so last year obviously was a bit up and down in terms of you know some really stellar games and then mm-hmm. other games where where you yourself were saying yeah, I'm not on my game right now. Mm-hmm. But you also had all this other noise, right? right, where everybody's throwing you into Twitter trade rumors <laughs> and all that type of stuff. How do you block that out as you do head into this season yeah. to try to just be the best player that you can be? Um, just, I think, you know, having my daughter gave me a better perspective, you know, in, in that in, in that regards. Um, and then I have a great support system around me. So just being able to block everything out, stay away from the noise and, and all the clutter, Um you know, I'm just locked into this season. You know, we have a great group of guys, and I think you know this group can be really special. Yeah, I, obviously, I believe so too. And yeah. and everybody seems to all around the league. You know, when it when it comes to you as a player individually, we've seen all sorts of different projections, right? right? Like some people are like, oh, this dude's a role player. Other right. people, this is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Where do you see yourself? Where do you fit into the mix on that? I know you take it one day at a time, mm-hmm. but as you see yourself, what are the types of goals you have long-term? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm in the you know, same conversation as, as, as those guys, the young guys coming up in the league who can be, you know, all-stars, superstars one day. Um, you know, Luca, Trey. Um, ja, you know, those guys like that. I feel like I'm, you know, my name should be in that in that category too. Um, I put the work in and I'm just continuing to get better every single day. So, you know, I got a lot of goals in mind to be, be an all-star one day and continue to, to chase my dream. So I'm really excited to see where I, where I can go. Well, and in doing so, you obviously are going to continue to evolve your game. What What's one thing that Heat fans maybe didn't see in your game last season that you think you worked on this offseason to bring to your game now? <laughs> Um, well, I got, like like you said, you know, I got stronger. So mm-hmm. just being able to get to my spots, whether it's the mid-range, the three, I think I can be really efficient this year in, in those areas. So, um, you know, I really worked on my mid-range and getting to my spots and, you know, floaters and stuff like that. So, you know, I think I can, you know, be really good in that area. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see more of Tyler Hero in the paint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we talk about last season and the differences between last season and this year, one mm-hmm. of them was – you guys had to make the adjustment from going from the bubble yep. where you're living together every single day. It's, right. it's the camaraderie almost of an AAU tournament exactly. to now you're back home. You're dealing with your own personal lives in the midst of what everything was. Yep. Now that you guys have dealt with that for a full season right. and it's OK, here's a fresh start. Can you speak to the differences in how maybe going from the bubble into a new type of season affected you guys last year? Yeah, no doubt. I think. Almost we were we were together so much. I think guys were like, "Yeah, we need a break a little bit," you mm. know, because we were we were in the bubble. We were together for three, four months straight. You know, seeing each other every single day, which is was amazing for us. You know, I think that really brought our team closer. Um, and then we get like two to three weeks off, and we're all back. You know, in the same building again. I think that kind of, you know, not 
it wasn't the worst thing, but I think, you know, guys you needed a break from each other and, you know, needed to just hit the reset button. And we weren't really able to do that last year with, with a short offseason. Well, and now you guys have a number of new players that have come into this group. Right. You got PJ, you got Markeith, you got Kyle in particular. Yeah. You playing alongside Kyle as a point guard, what mm-hmm. has he already shown you in your brief time together that's helped you maybe improve your game? Yeah, you know, just the way he approaches the game. You know, he's such a you know, a perfectionist. He's a leader. Um, he gets guys to their spots. You can tell he's, he's been doing this for a long time. So, um, just, it's, it's another blessing and, a you know, a really, you know, cool experience for me to be able to play, you know, alongside a guy like Kyle Lowry. So, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to keep learning from him and see, see where he can help me in, in my game. And we talk about this Heat team, obviously defense is always the focal point when it yeah. comes to the Miami Heat. And now a number of names that you would say, oh, that guy is an elite one-on-one defender. But as a group, obviously, you fit into that. Duncan fits Mm -hmm. into that. A number of guys that maybe off reputation aren't great defenders. But what pride do you take in being a contributing defender to a team like this? Yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to win a championship, you know, and defenses, you know, win championships at the end of the day. So... You know, just trying to contribute in any way I can. You know, obviously, you know, Jimmy and, and the rest of the guys are, you know, class A defenders, <laughs> if you will. And, you know, just me and the rest of the guys just follow suit. You know, those are great vets, great leaders that can can get us to our spots, can help us a lot defensively. So I'm really excited to just continue to learn from them. And as you guys head into this regular season, obviously the expectations are high again. You mm-hmm. went to a finals only a calendar year ago, right. which is just crazy to think yeah. about. Um, and now you're back in two seasons removed from that what are the goals for this organization this specific season yeah I mean I think there's one goal that's you know to win a championship you know every single year that I've been here that's that's been the goal and um you know I think you know we're right there at the top of the east if if you ask me you know we continue to get better every single day you know we got a bunch of vets a bunch of guys who who've been around and know what it takes to to win a championship so I think You know, with the group of guys we have, we can be really special. And we certainly look forward to watching the Heat this season on Bally Sports. Thank you, Tyler Hero, for joining this episode of Miami Mic'd Up. Thank you. Appreciate you. Today's episode of Miami Mic'd Up is brought to you by Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. You guys know we love Cold Blue Vodka for its refreshing taste and smooth finish. Pick up an ice sculpture bottle at your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations. You can also head over to coldbluevodka.com and use code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, B-A-L-L-Y-2-0, for 20% off your first order. You need to try Cold Blue Vodka for all your favorite mixed drinks. Or chill a bottle and enjoy it all on its own. Thanks again to our amazing partners over at Cold Blue Vodka for sponsoring this episode of Miami Miked Up. And on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we are joined by new addition, PJ Tucker. PJ, thanks for taking the time to join us today. For sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. First question for you. What is something recently off the court that has brought you joy? Ooh. This is so old of me, but my son, um, <laughs> he just got he got all A's, man. I couldn't believe it because he's been such a bad student. But he moved <laughs> here. It must be Miami. I don't know what it is, but yeah, that Miami school system. Yeah, man, and he's uh he's doing he's doing really good in school. I'm like, I don't know, but I, it's I, I'll take it. So I, that's brought that brought me a lot of joy to see him happy and doing well in school. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear. It. What what grade is he and how old is he? He is in the fourth grade. He's nine. He's uh, 
he's hilarious. But uh, I'm telling you, I, I, guess, I guess when you know you're 36, it's like I got joy out of my son getting good grades finally. That was, it was classic. And he's on the patrol, so he's like, I'm running late. I got to go. Like, I'm going to be late. He's like, like he's on like, top of his stuff. Yeah, That's he's like, awesome. Like helps kids like cross the street stuff before. Like, yeah, like the, oh, the safety so, patrol. Yeah, safety, safety patrol. patrol. So I got to get there. Like I got to get up at like 6 a.m. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome, though. She's like, Dad, come on. I'm late. I'm like, <laughs> he's doing good in school, so I can't complain. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, I mean, having having that experience and seeing him <laughs> thriving now, even yeah. if it's even if it's just moving down here, getting up at, getting up at 6 a.m. will be worth it. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's my joy. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear you guys have a close relationship like that. Yeah. Well, and and coming from a guy who is known as like the tough guy right. it's fun to hear that side of you right now and and as the tough guy coming down here right it feels like this heat culture is a match made in heaven i mean you you mentioned after that first practice how intense everything was how much are you enjoying being in an environment like this uh it's just like like tone set on tone right it's just like when you're like that and then it's already like that it's just you know, it's kind of like the same paint. You just mm-hmm. paint the same color, you know. And it's it's been a really easy transition. It's been fun. Um, and I've been enjoying it every day. It's been good. So uh, I'm excited about the season. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're excited to have you down here. And particularly because last year you were part of a team that eliminated the Miami Heat in the Milwaukee Bucks. It was your first championship. I, I do want to hear, I know, you know, Heat fans are not exactly excited about the Bucks <laughs> right. having won, but... Could you talk about just how special it was to be a part of that journey at this point in your career? Uh, it was pretty special. It was. Um, I tell people all the time, it wasn't like that. Like when I first got there, like mm. we didn't. It was like, like everybody else. It's like you kind of, you know, talk. Everybody talks about it, right? Especially early in the season, everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm a championship, <laughs> man." Blah blah blah. All right, six, seven, eight, maybe eight teams that are really truly like, "All right, we got a shot." You know, we try to stay healthy. We do this, right. do that. But when I got there, it was, you know, it was tough. Like, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, you know, we were still chipping away at it, trying to figure it out. We weren't winning every game. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to win a championship right now. Right. You know, it was a goal, but it still had to be, you know, a lot of things had to happen. And um, throughout the course of that time and getting to the playoffs and each round presented different challenges. Uh, literally, each round was, like, totally different. And, yeah, totally uh, different matchups, yeah, too. Yeah, matchups, the – you know, the stuff they had with Miami the season before. Right. So that kind of still lingered and people talked about that. Yeah. And, yeah. Then Brooklyn, obviously, that's a whole nother beast. And then Atlanta was so different because the Brooklyn was so high. And then you kind of come down off of that like, wait, it's not over. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, it's not over. It's like, no, no, no. You still got two more series to win it all. So, yeah. and then dealing with that. And then the Suns, totally different too. So it was like literally like four different seasons, seriously, it felt mm. like. So, um, but it was fun. It was it was definitely a process and was something I'll remember forever, but it, it was definitely one of those things. Well, so you bring those things up about adjusting from series to series and all the things that you learned throughout that. So what do you believe you learned on that title run with Milwaukee that you can bring here to Miami and, and maybe even particularly in what will probably be a third round of that matchup, right? You had the, the Bucks in the heat a couple years ago. You had it last year, and now you'll probably see it again in a playoff run. Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, it's just that like perseverance, you know, doing the things that you got to do now to prepare yourself to be ready to be able to go that far. Like mm-hmm. you can, um, like people talk about being in, in June right now, but it's so far. You got to go through so much as a team. You have mm-hmm. to fall, get up, clean yourself up, fight more. Like it's you gonna go through so many ups and downs up until then. So almost don't even like looking at that part of it yet because the small stages are the stuff you're building yourself to become. 
you're going to need all those steps to be able to mm-hmm. get to the top of the ladder. So, um, and I love the steps, like the step, you got to fall in love with the steps. Like you got to fall in love with the camp and doing all the craziness and, you know, being mad. Oh, we're all mad because we're working so hard. We're like, it's too early to see. Like you got to go through all those emotions and steps. And then that builds up to get to, you know, the end. So right. you got you can't think about that. You got to think about these steps and getting through them all throughout the season and, and, and preparing everybody. Oh, and those steps are the things that this organization constantly is talking about how much they love. So it, it it's wonderful to see a player like you step right in and, and seemingly fit in perfectly to that culture but I do want to take you sort of off the court for a second I'm sure you get asked about this constantly but your shoe game is <laughs> is unbelievable and I I was looking at YouTube videos last night of old interviews with you talking about your kicks where are you at right now in the collection what where's the number if I set the over under at 2,000 pairs of shoes would it be over well I was at 5,000 in 2014 so good god I don't it was over five we stopped counting five it was still some more left counting at five. and then I mean it's gotten crazier. I mean, it's like that was like the regular, and then now it's just like so. The passion no for it, the passion for shoes. Where did it come from? It like always coincided with playing basketball, right? right. I played basketball my whole life. I've never wanted to do anything else other than be a basketball player. I'm living my dream. Like it's because all of that stuff was like I was like six years old hunting shoes. Like I wanted shoes to play in, right? Mm. Like I'm from North Carolina. Michael Jordan is. Michael Jordan. He's like, Michael Jordan, right? right? Like, <laughs> it's like the thing, right? Yeah. Like waking up at five o'clock in the morning in line, like it was it was the thing. And it was not just to get them and to like put them up and no. keep them and show them off. Like it's like get them and they're straight to the court. Like I'm getting on the court and I'm Mike right now. Like, you know That's what I'm saying? Awesome. Like that was yeah. what it was all about. It was like the, and people don't realize like the advertising, the like it was such a thing. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like collecting the shoes. It was like, it was like a movement. You're going to be Michael Jordan. Right. It was yeah. like a movement from all his commercials. Be like, like people, Mike. Be like Mike. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, people like, I don't know. Like, if you're not my age, maybe you just don't understand. But it was it was really what it was. <laughs> it's remarkable. And and so now to, to be at the point where you're at in that, where everybody's always coming to you for your probably advice or anything like right. that, you've also taken fashion and run with it in, in a big way as well. I saw you were at the Met Gala. Right. Yeah. What was that like? What was it like being at the Met Gala? It was like being in a championship. Like that's that's, <laughs> like, that's like the championship of right? fashion. Yeah, it, it is. Like, you were like rub elbows with the biggest people in fashion, and uh, just the conversations, the people you meet, like mm-hmm. that. Just that experience alone is like worth. It's priceless. It's priceless. It's like you'll never, <laughs> you know, get that that group of people together for anything other than something like the Meg Alley. So For real. Um, you know, he's just taking advantage of that and really having fun and enjoying it. Not a great time. Were, were there any sort of uh, any celebrity run-ins that, that particularly stood out to you? Or was this more about sort of hobnobbing and, you know, talking to the, the fashion, fashion no, people? No, 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 no. Like, I, <laughs> I met Tracy Ellis Ross. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't know if you I can check out. No, of course, no, man. Like, That's no, amazing. Uh, yeah, you're just standing there, just like freaking out the entire time. Okay. <laughs> you guys have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, she's really cool. She Amazing. was cool. Whoopi Goldberg was really cool. She knew who I was. That was cool. Oh, um, really? That's sick. Yeah, it's like craziness. Like Jennifer Hudson. I was like, what? Like these people? Like what? So, does that ever? Does it? Does the fame of basketball ever surprise you? Like, does because you guys really become such household names, and then particularly someone like you that's taken your brand and run with it in a different way. Do you ever get like almost overwhelmed by holy cow? Look at where basketball has brought me. 
For sure. All the time. All the time. Uh, from doing uh, the Dolce Fashion Show this year to Met Gala, all that stuff. It's like I'm so far away from basketball and to still be in that. It's like crazy. Um, it never gets old. And you don't realize how many people are basketball fans, too, until right. you get in those moments. And they're like, game six, you did this. <laughs> you were going to give up and you kept fighting. And they're like, you're looking at them like, what? Like, you seen that? Like, right. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, well, it's, I guess it's the same way that we watch their TV yeah. shows or movies. It's yeah. all entertainment, entertainment at the end of the day. Entertainment. So with that being said, we will wrap up here. I don't want to keep you too long. All good. Going into this season, obviously, you're coming off of a championship. The Miami mm-hmm. Heat are not. What do you have to do to repeat? So what do you believe this team has to do to get themselves back to the NBA Finals like they were just a couple seasons ago? We got to go through the steps. Those same steps I was talking about, mm-hmm. we got to go through all of them. Um, we're going to have to stay healthy, and that's going to be a big, big, big thing because I think whoever stays healthy this year is who's going to win it or who's going to be there at the end. Um uh, I think people kind of forget that part of it. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. got to be healthy. If your guys aren't out there, you don't, you don't got a chance and – uh, you never know what's going to happen, so uh, just give yourself a chance in being healthy. But the, all the steps, uh, when I look at our team and our makeup, um, if we can be as good as I think we're going to be defensively, um, I think we'll be able to score enough points with the shooters and playmakers that we have on our team. But more than that, it's the attitude of our team, right? It's yep. the, the dog mentality that I always talk about. We got so many guys with it. And even guys that people don't realize have it because mm. they're not raw. They're not like me. They're not loud and rah rah. Right. But they definitely are dogs in a, in a whole other way. Um, that that's going to be a key because the leadership is there, uh, the tools are there. It's just putting it together. Well, we're certainly looking forward to watching it. PJ Tucker, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Miami Miked Up. Appreciate it. You are listening to Miami Miked Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. Let me talk about this bottle for a second. This is something you don't see every day. For those of you listening, it is an ice sculpture design that honestly looks like a piece of art. It really stands out on the shelf, so it'll be hard to miss when you head over and pick up your bottle at your nearest Total Wine or Sam's Club locations. And this ice sculpture design on the outside is just as smooth as the great taste on the inside. You guys need to try Cold Blue because it is premium quality, one of the only liquors that doesn't give me a hangover the next day. Follow Cold Blue Vodka on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Blue Vodka. That's C-O-L-B-L-E-U-V-O-D-K-A for South Florida events and new recipes. We welcome in Heat Center, Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne, thank you for joining the show. Uh, my first question for you, off the court, what is something that's brought you joy recently? Uh, shoot, the birth of my son definitely brought me uh, some joy. He's two years old now. He'll be three uh, three in November, so that's, that's definitely brought me some, some joy these last past couple of years. That's amazing. How has it uh, been being a father to a young son? What do you oh, enjoy great, about man. that? It's great, It's great. Once we get past the, you know, the... the <laughs> They always wanted to be with your mom, you know what I'm saying? Now, now yeah. I get to, you know, kind of step in and have fun and play and, and do stuff. So it's, it's, it's enjoyable. That's awesome. Being here for the time you've been here, what, what have you enjoyed about being in South Florida? Uh, just, I mean, it's just beautiful out here. I mean, me and my wife, we uh, were driving back from uh, Key Biscayne one day, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of just looking around. I'm like, man, it just feels like we're like on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. Just the clear waters, the nice beaches. So it's just it's just a vibe out here. Well, and being down here specifically playing with this group, obviously you came in and immediately fit right into the quote-unquote heat culture, right? What is it about that culture that is so attractive to you as a player that makes you feel like you fit into it? 
Uh, just just the way everybody competes and goes hard. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of where I've uh, hung my hat my whole career, just being able to go hard and and just get leave it all on the court. And I feel like that's that's what everybody does here. And just to be around that is. is Good. And we it's were talking, yeah, it is it is uh, contagious. contagious. And we were talking a little bit before we just started rolling about how you've sort of become a, a fan favorite down here. I mentioned the Miami Heat Beat podcast and those guys, how much yeah. they love you. You know, how does it feel when you come in and you're so immediately embraced by a fan base? Does that does that help you want to perform as a player? Is there any extra motivation in that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a great feeling knowing that the the team you're playing for, the fans that are that are going to be cheering for the team, actually, like you know, what I'm saying they f- with you. <laughs> so I mean, it's definitely it's definitely dope. Like you said, the Miami yeah. Heat beat they got a whole little Deadman Garage yep. segment that yep. was dope. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. But uh, I mean, it's just it's just been enjoyable, man. Every day, you know, check Twitter or something new, some something funny somebody got going on. Uh-huh. So, I mean, the the what is it? The uh, I guess I'm supposedly the mechanic. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know that's that's hilarious. You know, me and my wife we get a kick out of that all the time. So just seeing stuff like that. Is yeah, dope. that's. Do you enjoy going on social media oh, yeah, and seeing yeah, all sorts of creative yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Definitely. I mean, I'm not not a sensitive person. So I mean, as long as it's a good joke, you know, like talking about my family, we good. Yeah. That. That's the way to handle it, right? Yeah. That's the line right there. As long as we're just talking about what's happening on the court, exactly. that's always the line to go. Well, you've been a, a player who's had a bunch of different roles in terms of the amount of minutes you've played per game and your different stops. You've been anywhere from 12 minutes to 25 minutes per game, but you've always been a really efficient player, regardless of where your role has been. What about your game allows you to adjust that way between maybe a more minor role and maybe a more significant role game to game? I mean, I just approach it. I approach it the same no matter what, whether I be starting, whether I'm coming off the bench or I'm playing, like you said, 10 minutes or I'm playing 25 minutes. Those minutes are going to be as hard as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm trying to blow a gasket. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah. to go hard like until like, I physically have to take myself out of the game or or my time is up. Like So, you know, like now, like, bam, starts. So when he's starting, when I check into the game, I just tell him, hey, rest up, young fella, you'll be back. And these minutes that I'm in, I'm about to – we going to work. <laughs> well, and and that mentality of kind of going as hard as you can. I mean, we've seen that from so many different guys on this roster here in a Heat uniform, mm-hmm. but also the guys who were added. We talk about Markeith Morris, P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry. Can you talk about adding sort of bulldogs like that to this team with the mentality that was already there from guys like you and Bam and Jimmy? I mean, it's great. Like I said, it's, it's contagious. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, some days, like, you might not want to bring it, but they're going to bring it. You know what I'm saying? And that's contagious. Mm. That's like, that's how you keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some days they don't have it, but then boom, I'm bringing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So there, everybody's kind of just feeding off of each other and just making sure that we just kind of hold each other accountable and just keep going. And then obviously you're going through all the sort of big man drills with Bam. And we know he's he's a very special player. He's very skilled. Uh, could, very could, could you speak to what makes him so unique? Uh, I mean, just... He's just talented, bro, like, on all, <laughs> all, all levels. Like, I mean, you saw the athletic play he made last night, the reverse dunk off a lob. It's unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? He could push to bring the ball up the floor. He sees the floor well, you know, gets got, gets assists, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, can rebound the basketball and, and can score the ball. So, I mean, he and plays defense. He's a hell of a defender. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's not forget about that. So, I mean, he's just he's just talented on all levels, and he's, he's going to be a great player in this league. 
So outside of basketball, I was taking a look through your Twitter, and I was seeing you tweet about USC football a little bit and mm-hmm. what was going on there. Are, you're big, when was that? When, when, uh, that was a few been, weeks ago that already. Was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was oh, a few okay. weeks ago already because I know it's been up and down with USC football. Yeah, so what, what, are, what are your thoughts on where things are with, with, with USC football? Are you a passionate fan? I mean, you know, I went to SC, so, you know, right. I always got to hold it down for the whole team. But, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, we got a coaching change. So I'm looking forward to see what he can he can do uh, with the team now. And uh, I really like the uh, the freshman mm. they got. He played against yeah. uh, what team was that he stepped in for uh, for the starting quarterback and kind of snapped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really I'm really interested to see how. How it, how it's it always how it great going. when there's a fun young freshman at quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always great for everybody because there's just the eternal hope of, all right, this guy's going to be the guy. That's yeah, the exactly. best. What's your favorite thing to do on an off day when you're here in Miami? And what's your favorite thing to do on an off day when you're in another city? Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you mean? That's I mean, perfect. We're going for it, yep. like nonstop. So just to be able to, you know, calm down, just sleep a little bit is definitely good. But. You know, I, I hit the driving range every now and then. You okay. know, I work on my swing. It's a, it's a work in progress. Well, that's a decent transition, actually, to this question. So, obviously, you guys with the Heat, you're one of our partners with Valley Sports. But we also have the Miami Marlins and the Florida Panthers. So, we have hockey and we have baseball. If you were not a basketball player and you could pick to be a hockey or a baseball player, which one would you want to play? Baseball. Baseball. Why is that? Because they make so much money. <laughs> 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 it's a perfect answer. Man, they catch they a bag. Make so it's crazy. much and guaranteed they don't have to money. Do much. Like, yeah. I mean, most of these dudes got got bellies. Got you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it doesn't look like they're in like Miami Heat shape. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But C- certainly not Miami Heat. No, shape. That's Miami what I'm Heat shape so is a different type of thing. But I mean, baseball. All right, cool. Play baseball. All right, headed into this season with this team, the expectations are obviously pretty high. But you have some tough tasks ahead of you: the Milwaukee Bucks, the Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers, a bunch of teams ahead. What makes you believe that the Miami Heat can be a title contender this season? Uh, because the guys we have on this team, like we got, a, like you said, we got a bunch of dogs on this team. So you know what I'm saying? We're not gonna roll over for nothing and nobody. You know what I'm saying? So who bring your best players? We bring ours, and let's go. I love it. That's how I see it. That's that's the way to work. That's the way the Miami Heat seem to always do things. Dwayne Dedman fitting right in. 16 games last season. Back here now for this season. Thank you for joining us on Miami Mike Up. No doubt. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Mike Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.